Yes, sir. 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 Yes, did I say Italy? Did I say New Zealand? Did I say South Africa? Did you say Cleveland? Cleveland, goddamn. <laughs> Number one sports podcast in all those places that we named. And then some. This podcast can only go by one name. Hey, Portland, too. The hipsters fuck with us. What the fuck? Portland, not sure. I said New Zealand, my boy. Okay. Hey, listen. This podcast is called Ball. I thought it was called Esports Did a Podcast. No, I'm working on Corey Mike shit, boy. I thought it was called Bull in this sport. <laughs> Chinese gold teeth. No, the Chinese one was. Oh, but it was uh, a sports podcast. A sports God, podcast. What was that shit? Wasn't it a kiss? Yeah. Yeah. Kiss yeah. A kiss <laughs> tip. A kiss tip. A kiss tip. A kiss tip. Oh, man. Do the intro. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. All right. Oh, Welcome, to Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. I bet that up, y'all boys. Episode 99. Woo! Aaron Donald, Donald, I win. 9 to the 2000. JJ Watt. Warren Sapp. Justin Houston. One of the MLB umpires. Wow. You did that. Daniel Hunter. Didn't George Mikan win number 99? Bitch. DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner. Plenty of other 99s, I'm sure, but I don't have the energy to go through and look for. George Mike can definitely wear 99. Shout out to me, boy. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me? Yeah, I would have won. What? Wait till we get to things that do with the number. What? Gotta figure out what I'm gonna do for 100. Yeah, we got a big, got a big episode next week. We really do. 100, 100 episodes in the game. At your head top. Which means we're almost at our two year anniversary. We almost hit 100 episodes at your head top, boy. And we get to 104. So we, we, we're moving and grooving, y'all, boys. What's so special about 104? That'll be our two year anniversary. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Um, I was about to say something real petty, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut up. I'll talk about it off air. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I know where you were going. You know where I was going with it? Okay. As long as, long as you knew where I was going, then I don't need to say it. Facts. Yeah, so y'all boys straight, man? Yeah, I'm straight, big dog. It is. There it is. We got to get right to the shits today. Let's do it. Um, I get married in a couple of days. Done. Bitch. Next. Shout That's out to my up. fiance. Signed a love wedding license today. Actually, shout out to my wife. Boom, bang. Let's go. Continue. Oh, yes, sir. We signed it on the 4th, but this shit's already pending and binding. Let's make it happen, y'all. Bus. Yes, sir. I'll be uh, that. Black. All right. So, I'm very happy the NFL is officially back, y'all boys. Uh, 
as we speak, the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, is happening right now between the Broncos and the and the Falcons. Um, I know they're not playing any starters, but shit, it's football back on TV. Happy it's back. That means things are getting going. Training camps are going, and the story's starting to heat up again. Uh, Melvin Gordon requested a trade from the Chargers, and they said no. They denied his trade request. <laughs> Big dick. Denied whose request? Melvin Gordon. Face so snap. Who, who denied it? The Chargers. The Chargers are like, not yeah. He good. asked them to find trade partners because they refused to no. uh, pay him more than ten million. Sit your here. ass here, young boy, twenty-five year old boy. So, so I think the holdout's going to continue. Whoop! The Chargers are going to be trash. He's not going to get paid. Yep. Uh, Zeke's holdout is continuing still, and it's uh, it's not looking like it's close from all the reports that are out there. So, um, Jerry Jones said a couple days ago that you don't need a an elite running back to win a Super Bowl. Uh, more or less. You dope. You know, in other words, but uh You dope. Just ask Tom yeah. Brady. He's got a point. It's okay. Philip Rivers had a savage moment too. Because when they asked him when they asked him about yes. Gordon, he was like, Oh well, you know, running back is a position that we're deep at. Which for yeah. the rec for the record, because you know, Chargers low key are one of the better offenses offensive lines in football. All the other running backs averaged over five yards a carry. Yeah. Just like Melvin Gordon did. But they're gonna fold this year. I mean I, you never know. I picked up when I did my champ the championship running one of my fantasy leagues, I picked up that that second or third string running back that had like Jackson or whatever his name was. And he right. snapped for like three the games. Reason, the, the he reason, snapped for like the three games. I say so, that is just because like just knowing that division and them in general as a team and Phillip Rivers as a team, like he he has these fluke great seasons and then follows it up with a solid like eight and eight. Yeah, but the thing is, he always. I feel like, but the thing, the the, the record, I don't feel is on him. No, 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 no. I know. The, the seasons that they have, that are, every season is fluke to be if you ain't at that point for him. If you're not winning, but the thing is, he'd be he'll have great seasons. Yeah, it's just his team, numbers. His numbers are always great. The team just, and I feel like their 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 records always fluctuate because of their health. I don't think it's anything skill wise. I think it's just they just aren't lucky with. Keeping guys healthy every year, true. Like they catch, they catch stupid injuries before the season even start every year. To key players, like last year was like they hold like they defense, mm. all their DBs was just going down. You feel me? So it's like I feel like that's what their biggest problem is because they got a stacked team. I I I personally feel like the only thing that's gonna hurt the Chargers is the fact that they're in the AFC West. Um, I I personally feel you know you have your dark horse teams. Chargers, if they can stay healthy and, and be consistent, they can definitely make a nice little Super Bowl run, to be honest with you. Because beyond the fact that, like you said, they're stacked, the thing about them is, is that they're young and their players are hungry. All of them. Like all if you look at all the leaders of like their of their core, with the exception of Phillip Rivers, they're all relatively young. Because mm-hmm. even Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen is seen as his vet. He's not an old vet. He's just a vet. Right. He's still relatively young, you know what I mean? Melvin Ingram, young. Their their whole defensive backfield is young as hell. So, you know, Bosa, young. So, I mean, they got definitely the tools to success. I feel like you're on the right track as far as Phillip Rivers. What performance, like, which Phillip Rivers are you going to get? You know what I mean? This season. He has a habit with not being clutch. That's, that's, his, that's his biggest thing. He's not a closer. And he's really never been his entire career. Um, like as you know, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback or anything like that. Because I mean, shit, he's 
like we said, he's put up numbers. But when it comes to like those clutch performances and and a season being on the line, it's just yeah, he's never technically had a bad year. It's just right. That's what I'm saying. It's just the team just isn't getting lucky. Mm-hmm. With their, with I feel like they're being injured. Speaking of what you guys are saying, that's perfect that you guys mentioned Philip Rivers in the division he's in. Because I have a fan mail to read out real quick. Let's do it. Okay. Fan mail, fan mail, fan mail. Um, the fan mail asked. Um, it was a two part question. With which actually no, it's a, it's pretty much an NFL based question. He wants to get our opinion on the different things. So it says. Currently, what do we think the weakest division in the NFL is? Which is the strongest um, and why? Uh, do we think it's because of how many championships uh, the individual teams have or how many playoff contenders? And um, have you guys been hearing about the Eagles getting a lot of push for saying that they're going to be the ones coming out of the NFC? A lot of people are saying that. And like we were just talking about, uh, is there pressure on Philip Rivers to finally get that Super Bowl this year? You want to go first? Sure. Okay. So, personally, I feel like the weakest division, it's either the NFC East or the NFC South. Um, because I feel like in the South, the Saints are a good team, but then the Falcons, you never know what you're going to get. On a year-to-year basis with them. You say the strongest team? No, weakest. The weakest division. The NFL. Who you say what? It's either the NFC East or the NFC South, in my opinion. Um, I'm leaning more towards the NFC East. The Giants are in disarray. The Redskins are in disarray. I don't believe in the Cowboys. Um, to be honest, what's up? My opinion: the weakest team, the weakest division <clears throat> in the NFL is the NFC East. I feel you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't. I there's can't one, argue that. There's one championship contender team in that division, and we're probably at the we're not the best team that we've had this year coming up. If you really look at the mm-hmm. people we've lost, and then you look at the other three teams, they they're not proven whatsoever. And I feel like they, like the whole NFC, the Eagles, the Giants, or well not the Giants, but the Eagles, the Redskins. Um, Cowboys. Cowboys would all give everybody in the FC East a run for their money. I feel you. So. Give us your weakest first. We'll, we'll do weakest first since that's what we, yeah. Weakest is the FC East. Um, the reason why the FC East is the weakest team is because, <clears throat> again, and, and I'm, I'm going to say, like, I, I do this every year where I love saying who's the weakest or the strongest. It's not about championships. It's not even about wins. It's about capable teams. Like, for example. Yeah, exactly. Last year, my team, my division that I thought was the hardest division, honestly, was the NFC North. A lot of people looked at me crazy, and I was like, you got to understand this. A lot of people were saying the NFC West, and I was like, that's not really fair, or the NFC West, because you're looking at the top two teams. We knew that it was the Chiefs, Chargers, and that, and that was that. Um... You got to be... When you're in a division like the North... You got to look at it like there are teams that are hurting each other's playoff chances. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like the Detroit Lions could have went to a weaker division and made it to the playoffs. Right. Like to a wild card seat. And it's crazy they, that they are the, the they bottom were the, of that division. They were the bottom of that division because you got to understand it's two games against the Vikings, two games against the Packers, two mm-hmm. games against the Bears. Yeah. And in two of them cases, I think they got beat 
They got swept, 0-2 and 0-2. That doesn't mean the Lions are trash. They're playing the Packers, the Vikings, and the Bears. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, when you're looking at the AFC East, it doesn't matter where you put them. The Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins probably aren't making the playoffs. Right. No, no, to, to be honest. And, and, and the Patriots would have a worse record. They're still one of the better teams in football. But they're definitely not going to be 12-4, and 13-3 and three right. if you put them in a better division. They'll give you like 11-5, maybe 10-6 and six because it's rough. You know what I mean? It's a rough season when you got six games against quality-ass teams. You know what so, I mean? Um, so you say AFC East. AFC East so is, is, I don't would, even, I don't even be, think it's close. What do you think the weakest in the NFC is? The weakest in the NFC, then, that's a great question. Um, Where were the books at? South. Well, Let's no, because two. because you still got the Saints, you still got the Falcons, you still got the Panthers. That's exactly why. Because I only count the Saints. That's what, I, that's what I was saying. Falcons ain't showing me shit. The Panthers well, are the Panthers are <clears> debacle. They haven't been the same since they went to the Super Bowl. Panthers are a debacle. And I would the say the big bucks have James Winston. I would say is I would say is the South, and until I see different, the West, because the West okay. the West is they're they're better teams off of hype. Yeah, That's why I mean, I'm like the 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 West to me is the weakest, just because uh, it's off hype. It's just the Rams. Almost had them as the strongest, but almost. it's but it, but it's it's just the Rams. You see what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not saying that it can't be the strongest. It's just if you go based off what we have seen, 49ers they have great players, but for the for the record, they underperform. Even though Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt, I, I feel like the that, I feel like the reason I have up there is because of the potential of the 49ers. There you go. You see what I'm saying? The potential of everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel and I respect I respect your opinion because that's not a bad opinion to have. Whereas you go for potential, I go off what I've seen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the Seahawks weren't all that great. You take Russell Wilson off that team, and and Wagner off that team, you have a trash ass team. Let's let's just keep it a buck. Wagner and Wilson are keeping that team intact. Cardinals are the Cardinals. Who's the other team that's in the NFC West? Is Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, and Seahawks, 49ers. and Forty? Yeah. So I mean, you know that the potential. Those four teams oh, so have, have the opportunity to be really so freaking good this year. I feel like those teams they have a chance. Collectively, will be stronger than the NFC. They have a chance, absolutely. So, I, but I feel like the strongest team and yeah, the strongest division this year. I feel in the NFL. I would have to say, in my opinion, the strongest team in the NFL division in the NFL would be the AFC West this year. I have the AFC North. Okay. I have the NFC North. Okay. So explain. Well, just because you kind of alluded to it when you were talking about the Detroit Lions earlier. The Detroit Lions are the bottom feeder of that division, and they're not a bad team. They're not. They're not not bad at all. But the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings, those are three monstrous teams. And they've done nothing but stack up this offseason. Right. And 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 re re uh, uh, foundation certain positions, you know, that they had that struggled in in previous years. You mean like reinforced? That's the word there I was looking go. for. I, was I got like, you. What's the fucking I got word? you, bro. I got you. Um yeah. You. So they've they've done a lot of building and I think that's a powerhouse. If I was to look over at the AFC, I would say the AFC South. Okay, that's that's respectable because the Titans was a really good team. Yep, and the Titans was, was, was a bottom of that team. division, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Jacksonville, who now has a quarterback that will keep the defense off the field so where they can rest, so they can return to their form from two years ago. 
and you know he can make something happen. You know we've seen big big Dick Nick out there. You know handling business. Um, and then you got the Colts who, you know, they showed last year when Andrew Luck is back and healthy. Shit. Right. With, with not much on that team, to be honest. Right. I mean, <laughs> and for, then and then obviously the Texans. We we know the talent they have on that team. For me, the reason why I say the North is because you off rip. You already have three teams giving you a playoff <laughs> push. Off rip mm-hmm. between the Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens. That's <coughs> stupid. Yeah. The Bengals. You know, again, I like I like looking. Huh? Yeah. I think who? The Steelers have a chance. Steelers have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. They're not. They're not a trash team. They they only lost a B. Oh, I had a horrible record in my early. No, and that that's understandable. You know what I mean? I feel like Steelers is definitely one of those make or break teams. Either they're gonna have a good year or they're gonna be really trash. It's one or the other. I'm leaning more towards having a good year just because if you like the front office is solid, the coaching staff is solid. They're not trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not trash. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, they're going to be 12 and 4. But, but, but I, I can but see them making a, a, a decent little playoff also, look, push. Because you said all they lost was AB. Yeah, but they also didn't make the playoffs last year they with AB. AB and Le'Veon. Well, they, had, they lost AB and, and Le'Veon. Well, Le'Veon didn't play. But I feel like last year's team, last year's team, though, had a lot of internal issues that came out towards the end. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, what's the word? Give any banter towards them. I mean, they definitely didn't make the playoffs. I still think that those three teams. You just want to shoot them a little bit of bail yeah, because of right, yeah, right. I got you. So, and as far as the Bengals guys, and I, I literally was talking about like trash teams more or less with like my dad trying to get him prepped up for football, and he's like, all my all my coworkers tell me the Bengals are trash, and I'm like, okay, the Bengals aren't trash. They're they're just trash in a really good division. Mm-hmm. They're six and ten, and they got blown out twice. All the games that they were in, they were competitive. And you're literally what two wins away from being a respectable team. You're six and ten. That's just like we were talking about the Browns. You're, you're Browns two swings. Yeah, you're they're two swing. Yeah, you're two swing. Like you're literally two good plays away from being five hundred. No bullshit. So no, the Bengals are not trash. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and tell you they're phenomenal. And, you know, A.J. Green got hurt. But I'll take it as far as to say, even with A.J. Green hurt, they're still going to be a decent team. And, you know, they yeah. had Marvin Lewis, who kind of gotten complacent. And Definitely stuff, so got like complacent. Definitely you know, got complacent, for who sure. Who knows what happened out they, you know, showed things up a little bit. Um, <clears throat> was that the extent of that? No, there was another sure. thing about how do you feel about the Eagles saying that they're the teams that's going to... Like, there's a lot of hype that the Eagles are the... Oh, the hype behind them? I mean, I see it. for I what mean, it's worth, though, that's... They're deep. At they're every the team. Position. They're that team this year. Last yeah. year was the Rams. The year before that, who was it? The year before that, oh my gosh, <clears throat> who was the last the team? The Jaguars was the team before that. You just have a team that looks good on paper. Yeah. And right now, the Eagles look good on paper, really bro. Do. Like for if you look at their, if you look at them from player to player, they might have super big names. They're like the deep. Browns. Yeah, they're just like they're deep. Really they just good, got really, man. really good players, and then good bones to the team. Yeah, man, they're they're, they're solid. Yeah. They're solid. So the only thing with hype is very rarely do these hyped up teams make it. And very and even more rarely do these hyped up teams win. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, like I'm not gonna lie to you, I think one of the hardest things as a head coach, especially of a really good team that knows it's good, is keeping them humble and understanding that, yo, like we're good, bro, but 
All it takes is one bad game. That's all it takes. You you almost got to look at it like when we were kids, right? And and you got you got like whether you're playing like a game, like a game of one-on-one or you get into a fight with somebody and you already have it in your head that you're about to wax this kid. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, this kid is not that bad. Yeah. The kid is not that bad. And the next thing you know, they're on your ass and you lose. You know what I mean? And and those teams that are hyped, they're always in that predicament. The Jaguars definitely should have made it to the Super Bowl. The Jaguars were on their way to the Super Bowl. And then they fucked around and got complacent against the Patriots. The Patriots found their groove and they lost that game. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game with you and Dylan. Yeah. And I remember sitting there at halftime looking at Dylan like, yo, this might be it. Like, I have faith that we might come back and win. But shit, me, the Jags look good first half. And and we we were sitting there agreeing. And, and you know, Dylan was selling out, of course, because that's that's what you're supposed to do. And I knew better than to start selling you out. You know what I mean? Uh, and, I was like, I already know how and, this shit go. And the same I thing. I I've seen too many Patriot fourth, like, second same half, thing, fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. Same thing with the Rams. Same yeah. thing with the Saints. The Saints came in against the Vikings like it was all good in the hood. And, and what's wild is, again, Saint fans, no offense, y'all tripping, that pass interference call did not determine the game. It didn't. Did it turn the momentum? I, I'll give it that. I'll definitely give it that. But as far as, like, losing y'all the game, no. Because y'all got the ball back. And y'all was at the crib. And it went to overtime. Yeah. In a game where the Rams couldn't hear nothing because y'all fans was way too loud. Yeah. I got time for that. Y'all came in a little too complacent. Rams went to play the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Everybody hyping up Sean McVay. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, like the Patriots defense isn't even that good. How are they going to stop this phenomenal offense? You got me fucked up. They put up three points. Stupid. Yeah. And they had two good opportunities to score. But if they score both those opportunities, we're going to overtime. Because the one drop that they had in the end zone, they, like they got a field too. goal out of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 gonna lose. It's just and the Chiefs. Yeah. It's just a matter of winning. The Chiefs messed around and was flat first half. Chiefs played the played whole game like they played the second half as Chiefs Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Chiefs were the better team. Anybody who knows football can look at look at that game and be like, oh, yeah, Chiefs was a better team. Patriots just had better game plans. Sometimes you can't afford to, to get hot. You know, and, and the fact yeah. of the matter is, is like it's still the hype machine. You can't yeah. tell me the Chiefs didn't come in there feeling confident as hell. Yeah. You can't tell me that. They were at home. Come on now. You can't you can't say that. And that's the whole point of being a good coach. They got the, that's they the, got the, that's pass the bottom out of their line. Zone so the, the Eagles, the Eagles, it's not so much the talent. Is is Peterson gonna be able to take this team and guide it and have them understand like, all right, we are the best team on paper, guys, but any given Sunday we trash, fellas. You I, know what I mean? I feel like if any organization has that culture to stay humble and know what the fuck is up, I feel like it's the Eagles. Just because they went so long without even sniffing a championship and like I don't know. I just feel like they just have a bunch of dogs on that team that like get it. Agreed. I mean I feel like they do, but in the same essence, they do have some players that can that can change that quickly. Okay. They do they do have some cocky ass players on the team. I'm excited yeah. to see uh, Deshaun Jackson back there, though. Mm-hmm. I think that would be dope. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single NFC East game this year is going to be amazing. Yeah. I really feel that. I feel like every it's single NFC East game. Games, I feel like, but I feel like even the Giant games are going to be good Shit. just because. Because last year the Giant games were good. They lost, but they competed. No, no, no. You lost. You have no I mean, all right, look at it like this. Straight Saquon. All the trash teams, say all the trash teams in, in every division. 
So in the AFC East is the Dolphins. You all the trash teams. All the number, the worst team in the division. Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. Okay. So let me let me actually write this down. Dolphins so, won't be having good games. Should just be annoying to watch. So you got Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Okay, AFC South Titans. Titans. AFC West, you have Broncos. Broncos. Well, technically, we came last in the division, so us. But I want to say we're the worst. By talent, I'm I'm going to say Broncos. Um, AFC North, that's the Bengals. Yep. And then in the NFC, in the East, you have the Redskins. Oh no, no, Giants. Giants there. In the NFC South, you have the Bucks. Bucks. In the <clears throat> NFC North, you have the Lions. Lions. Technically. And in the West is Cardinals. I mean, for what it's worth, <clears throat> the Giants ain't the worst of the worst. Yes, they are. You think the Giants is the worst team out of this whole list? Yes. Worse than the Bucks? I would say the Cardinals. Yes. Worse than the Cardinals? I'll say the Cardinals are the worst. Cardinals team. this year could beat them. This year, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm just kind of going. So you think the Giants like, is about to be the worst team in football? This year, yeah, I think so. Really? I only have them. I only have them getting one win this they're year. Be fool. That's interesting. They're gonna be fool. Yeah. That's um, interesting. They, okay. they, they haven't shown no bit of anything that's about to show you about to you were garbage garbage your life last year and now you lost a dub so now you're garbage without a dub <laughs> you went and got a quarterback that has backups from yeah. tired of him or man yes uh, you have you have un, yeah you have a, your backup has undrafted quarterbacks in Madden that are ranked higher than him alright um, you ain't getting at least the Cardinals got you feel me a nice little rookie quarterback they still got David Johnson facts they still got Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> What's the other team? The Lions would demolish the Giants. The Dolphins would demolish the Giants. Yeah. Um, um, so since we're talking about teams real quick, I want to ask y'all, what's one team in each uh, division that you would swap out for another team in that same division of the other conference? Say again? So, like, what's one team... Like, I'll give you mine while y'all think real quick. So, basically, the AFC... The AFC and the NFC West. I would swap the Raiders for the Seahawks. Why? I think it would... I just I just think it would be... Those would make better divisional games. I think... I mean, I know we're used to, like, the Raiders-Chiefs rivalry and stuff like that, but I feel like Seahawks-Chiefs games would be fire... Like Seahawks Broncos games, I feel like it would be hard hitting as shit. And then like on the other side, I feel like I don't know mixing in the Raiders with the 49ers all the time. You know, it used to be Battle of the Bay, and I mean, granted the Raiders are moving, but shit, that's a rivalry that's already <coughs> got legs. Uh, same with the Rams because both teams were in LA at the same time as well. So I feel like those things would stand. Uh, if we go to the East, our Probably just swap the Giants and the Jets for the hell of it. Say, hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah, slide. Uh, for the, the, Actually, I swapped the, the Bills with the Giants. I don't really care for the Bills. Bring the Giants over. <laughs> I would swap. you saying, does it have to be different? Does that be conference for conference or can it be division for division? No, no, no. Conference for conference. conference so for the conference. opposing of the same, yeah, of the same division. Honestly, just because every game against these other teams were good, and I'm gonna just go with the trash team with because they're the trash team, unfortunately. But I would I would like to see the Patriots and the Redskins swap. 
Ooh. Not Redskins, not Redskins. Patriots and the Giants swap. Patriots and Giants swap because when the Patriots play NFC East teams, those games are always freaking phenomenal. Right. Patriots Cowboys, Patriots Redskins, Patriot Eagles, <laughs> them games are always on stupid. So I feel like every game would be on stupid. And you want to get the Giants out of there because it's y'all kryptonite. Man, fuck me. You feel me? I ain't mad at you. You feel me? The fuck? They're the only things taking us away from eight, man. But I'd rather have them in my division than they kryptonite Super Bowl-wise. If I can knock them out. Oh, no. I was the only reason why I said the Giants realistically was because they're the trash team. So Patriots Giants is gonna be a blowout. Patriots Redskins got a little. It's got a little chance. I see. It's got a little chance. But really, Patriots Cowboys, Patriots Eagles. So for the so for the East, who would you who would you swap? For the East, I think I swap the Bills and put the um, Giants in our shit. Oh okay. You uh, can even swap the Texans for the Bucks. Oh, hold on, we I'm getting there. South. So I wouldn't swap that. I would swap the uh, 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 what's the team? Oh my god, Jags. Who's in the NFC South again? The Panthers, Saints, Bucks, Bucks. and Falcons. I would swap the Falcons for the Jaguars. Why? I said they'd be better games. (laughs) I I said they'd be be different. They'd be better games. Jaguars, Panthers. I'd swap Jaguar Saints. I'd swap Tampa and um I'd swap Tampa and Houston, dude. Y'all swapping like the best team and the worst team. Yep. No, because for better games. It's gonna create better games for both divisions. You feel me? You get a Jacksonville, Tampa, a little robbery. But then that, but then, the, then, the, then your South would be the Colts, the Jags, and then the Titans and the Bucks. Yeah, but that would be like an NFC that would be the new NFC West. Or yeah, that would be the, no. That would be the new NFC East. Because regardless, the NFC East, sometimes they be having trash years, but that's because they be whooping each other ass all year. Okay, okay. but it's still a tough division when it comes to their games. Like, and you gotta admit, NFC East games be entertaining as fuck too. Sure. Okay, Big so. facts. So what about the West then? AFC West. Mm-hmm. Well, either. Well, the West, period, period. Uh, I mean, I like your Raiders. I like your Raiders thing. That that would that would make for good games, especially just historical meaning and games that they've played before. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. I like that. Yeah, I mean, no, I put I I throw the Raiders over. Yeah, and have have all the LA teams. Uh, well, they won't be LA no more. But so you swap them for the Seahawks? I swap them for the Cardinals. For... I'd swap them for the Seahawks just to make so the West can also have entertaining games. If I put the Cardinals, they have Russ versus Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Yeah, yeah. those would be some good games. They would be yeah, really good. Rivers against them, both of them, yeah. twice a year. Yeah, those would be good. Those would be good games. Denver could just figure their life out. Word. All right, so then the North. The North. The North. I'm gonna send. I'm sending the Bears to the AFC North. Mm-hmm. For the Bengals. For the Bengals. Okay. I can see that. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, boy. That would be fire, actually. The Bears for the Bengals. That would be fire. Mm-hmm. That would be dumb. That would be dumb fire. That's all you need. Yo, that would be 
Shit. The North would be that, that that's that defensive ass division there. Mm-hmm. Talking about the AFC North, man? Yeah. Yeah, with Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Cleveland. Cleveland and Chicago. Mm-hmm. More fun games, man. NFL should just get us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was nice. That was fun. Thanks for the whoever sent that fan mail. You're that that was a goat. That was a goat ass. Yes, Bunch of questions. Word. Shout out to you, fan, person, ball of holler. Bala hala, bala bala bala. <laughs> oh man, are we on to the N B A? Wait, is there even anything to talk about basketball related? The N A. Yes, B A. I do have something very interesting to say. A A. Everything we thought about LeBron James, well, not LeBron Mo- James, LeBron James. But I think. It's one of two things. I have two theories here after I tell you what I read. So I think his name is David Griffin. I could have his first name wrong, but he was the former GM for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how he had like just a really, really time, a really bad time with the Cavs for that 2016 championship run. And he was just like how like just unorganic it was and how he just didn't really like it. He said it was miserable. That's literally he said. He said the pressures of annually supplementing LeBron James with a contending roster mounted endlessly. Everything we did was so inorganic and unsustainable and frankly not fun. I was miserable. Literally the moment we won the championship, I knew I was going to leave. There was no way I was going to stay for any amount of money. Hmm. Yeah. What who was that? David Griffin. He was a former GM, and then he said that he privately wept in an Oakland broom closet. In a broom closet. Bitch. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, he said he said he ain't. He said he wasn't crying because they won. He's just like that journey was just freaking ridiculous. And then he said I didn't watch the league and I didn't love the game anymore. I was just so fixated on the outcome that I totally lost my. I totally lost my joy. And he said, the reason it's overwhelming is because LeBron gets all the credit and none of the blame. And that's not fun for people. They don't like being a part of that world. You got to be willing to have very difficult conversations with with LeBron. I always was, which is why we had a great relationship, because I would tell him what he needed to hear. And he respected that I was telling him that for all the right reasons. Tough. Niggas can't wait to air out their little dirty laundry, bro. Yeah, they don't keep things under wraps anymore. I'm, that's crazy. He called that bit miserable. Tough. Well, sucks to suck. Word. Yeah. And then LeBron James tweeted a little bit after it was released. All right, enough is enough. The throne has been played with too much, and I am for horseplay. Ether coming soon. Hashtag James Gang. LeBron, shut up. But he spelled, he spelled two wrong. It should be T O O LeBron, not T O. LeBron, shut up. You gotta do you gotta do better, Bron Bron. And then Kendrick Perkins, of all people, would Griff have any credibility any credibility if he wasn't in the front office with LeBron on the team? Griff, for the last two years you praised LeBron for buying into the culture in Cleveland and how professional he was, and now you're saying it's organic. He spelled your wrong. 
It's not Y-O-U-R. It's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. What's wrong with these basketball players, man? It's inorganic. Your real problem was Dan Gilbert. 100, 100. 100. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, this is what I'm going to say, bro. Honestly, it's one of two things. Either LeBron really is that polarizing and really and really is that demanding, mm-hmm. right? Or or realistically, it's it's to the point where you know the man is it, he wants success, and he expects you as a front office to do your job because he's literally doing his job, giving you twenty seven, eight and eight a night. He's a businessman. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting here like I'm doing my part. Fuck is y'all niggas doing? Do your part. You got one job. You got me out bring here with, me players. You got me out here with Delonte West. Like, bring me players, bro. I'm only out here bringing you mad revenue. You got me out 27, here. 8, and 8. And people know where Cleveland is now. You got me out here with Booby Gibson. You understand what I'm saying? And, like, legitimately... <laughs> Not Booby Gibson. You know, dude. legitimately, it's, it's two sides of the spectrum. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, if you take LeBron's side and you say what you say there, you're a stand. But it's like, no, it's not even about being a stand. It's about just understanding how business works. If you're at a job and you're doing $80,000 worth of work and you're getting paid $35,000, you don't have something to say, right? Or if you're in a department that's struggling and you're the one that's busting your ass, you're going to go to your boss and be like, yo, like, what's up with this staffing? Bitch. Like, who do, you, who do you have with me right now? For real, nigga. Gee, shit. Facts. Like I and, and the thing is is like for you to look at somebody who's working that well because that's what they're doing. I think a lot of times we fail to understand we look at it as entertainment, but it's a job for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people don't realize like hey, these good ass trying to catch Jordan, nigga. These cool ass athletes, <laughs> these good ass athletes, they don't realize like what goes into it. Like for example, people are like, Oh, well, Tom Brady, how is he so good? People don't realize from Monday to Saturday, Tom Brady is at Foxborough. Like, he literally has his own room set up for him. He wakes up, gets ready, goes to practice, leaves practice, eats, works out, watches film, goes to sleep early to wake up early and do it again the next day. When football season is on, his wife has said time and time again, Tom is not home. He has a whole family. And the football season is... It, start, it starts right now. It's August. We're going to be talking about football till February. So from August to February, this man is not home. Because you know he's going to the playoffs. You know it's a Super Bowl push. You don't think that's rough? You're doing this every day. 12, 13, 14-hour days. Every day. To be trash? You're the best player in the world. LeBron is the best player in the world. And you're on a team that didn't make the playoffs. But you're mad at me because I want you to do your job because I'm doing mine. I got injured doing my job, playing with a bunch of players who couldn't keep up with the number eight seed in the West. What what are we what are we talking about here? Of course it's gonna be miserable. Think I'm the best I'm the best one here. <laughs> what? I'm the best one in the department. But yeah, we're the worst department. You work for the city. It's like you, it's like your department is the worst department in this city. And you're the best goddamn worker in that whole building. You ain't gonna say something?
But when you say stuff like that, you're a stand. I could care less for LeBron. But I, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. If I know I'm unequivocally the best player in the world, if I'm out here going to the finals against arguably one of the greatest teams of all time, and I lead every single statistical category, every single statistical category that you could possibly tops of, I'm tops. You don't think I'm going to come to that front office and be like, bro, what's up with these other players, bro? <laughs> you want me to what? You want me to just you want me to sit down and be in this locker room and be like, no, nah, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I played is Lavar Ball's son still here, bro. Bro, I played a hundred games this season to have nothing to show for it. Bro, you see how this man shoot, bro? Why this man still here, bro? Come on, dog. Man I'm just saying, bro. Get this man out of you here. You a good bro. ass player, dog. <laughs> like you're you're the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get mad at the Warriors for what they did, but we want the best team. So we're going to go after the best players. It's business. That's why when people are like, oh, KD went to the Warriors, that's crazy. I'm like, no, it's not. It's crazy for you. No, it's not. It's crazy for me. If you're looking for work, you want to go to the best damn, you want to go to the best damn place. I moved, and luckily I found me a job. I went, and I got a job at the best school in Lee County. Why not? Why would I not go to a school that's been an a, a, a school for 20 years in a row? And now you got me doing pre-IB and honors classes. Bet that looks good for me. Bet I'm at the best school in the county teaching pre-IB and honors my first year? You sleep. You know, you want me to go to just a random, regular, schmegular school? No, bro. I know my worth. I'm going to make the best school even better by joining. That's right, King. You feel me? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, I literally like watch the media just to, just to hear like their type of propaganda. Like, you really want these players who are the best in the world or who are the best at what they do to go to a trash team and try to turn it around? Game in, game out. You want me to absolutely just kill myself for what? For what? Bitch, you didn't do your job in Cleveland. You didn't bring me the best players. People don't want to come and play in Cleveland. I'm sorry, bro. I got to go. <laughs> it was a miserable time, but my number one question would be, hey, did you get a ring? I'm pretty sure you got your job in New Orleans because you got a ring in Cleveland. I can I can almost guarantee that. Oh, man. That, that's all I got for NBA. Anything's made me mad. Well, well, Quick wrestling update. Hold on, Ben. I got oh. some for NBA 2, cuz. Okay. Something shoot, cuz. <laughs> it's another fan mail. Okay. Is it really? You had one fan. You didn't tell me you had multiple fan mail. Oh, wow. Okay. And this one says, to rank top five duos in the NBA if everyone is healthy. Right now. This year. Duos alone or the team? Duos. Just the duos. Steph and KD. No, they're not. They're not. You mean Kyrie and KD? Let me start it off real quick, cuz. Oh, it's, no, I mean Steph and Clay. That's what I'm saying. Let me start, let me start it off, cuz. You said duos. You give me mine, real quick. Oh, so you want to give it? Okay. Yeah. So you don't, I feel. You don't, you don't take it in. Give me. Let me real quick, real quick. Alright. I feel like one is LeBron and Kate and and and, and AD. It's all these initials that keep it fucking is. me up. LeBron AD finna be the be the best duo this year. <clears throat> then I feel number two is Kyrie and KD. 
Number three, Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. Number four, Stephen Clay. Number five, Dame and CJ McCullough. Okay. Well, I wasn't expecting that one. Honorable mentions. Can you do that? No, you can't. Nah, no, you can't do honorable mentions, bro. Nah, bro. Honorable mentions, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Bro, now you do honorable mentions, bro. I'm doing honorable mentions, bro. Honorable mentions is Russell and Wilson. Jamal Murray and Joker. Are you gonna name every duo? No, I'm just saying. All right. Show us up, Jess. That's the ones that almost made it. College football is the same shit. I'm trying to. I got Stephen Clay. That's number one? Yeah. But keep going. Hey, they got built-in chemistry. So that's my number one. Two, I'll go LeBron and then AD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three, I'm going to go with uh, Kawhi and Paul George. Four, I'm going to go with Westbrook and Harden. Five, I'm going Kyrie and KD. <clears throat> All right, bet. Um, you always make fun of me giving. Honorable mention. No, <laughs> you guys always make fun of me giving the explanation. So I'm not gonna give an explanation. Uh, number one. So I got LeBron AD. <laughs> number two. Number two. I've got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Number three. Is everybody healthy now? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Number three. I got. Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Yes, sir. Number four, I've got Harden and Russie. Oh, you try Stephen Clay. Number five, you said healthy. Maybe I should give an explanation. Nope. Afterwards, but number five, I've got. Um. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Bro, he's not about to say Stephen Clay. You bum. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, number five, freaking name. You know, man. They only been doing this for like how many really years, man? Luca and Chris Stapps. Chris Porzingis. No, it's not. It's not about right. that. Move, you move said. Right you just said Luca and Kristaps. You bro. said. You said duos. Curry doesn't play defense. He can't play defense. He gets smoked by regular people. We're talking about duos. Who are the best two? Are they on the best team? Yes. Draymond helps out a lot. Everybody else on the Warriors helps the Splash Brothers to play their type of game. We're talking about in a game of two on two. I don't see Stephen Curry beating any of those that I named. Two on two. Because who Curry who Curry who Curry gonna guard out of all the names that I named, I who's Curry going to guard you made that, that Curry going that, that to take off on? You're making up your own tournament right now. I ain't saying nothing about no two-on-two. Two. You said best duos. Backcourt. I gave you shit. best duos. Yeah, that's yeah, what, that's what I have. That. That's the best duo. I ain't saying nothing about it being no two-on-two two tournament. Best duos without the rest of the team. Who's the best two? Uh, if I'm putting a team together, what two am I looking at? Those are the two. Uh, you, just added it. you feel me? But I feel you, bro. If it's two-on-two, two, sure. But that's not what I was aiming at. The best duos. You didn't. You didn't say the best to complement their team or anything. Who's the best two? The best two. The best tandem. That nigga said Chris Dawson. <laughs> Bro, Van Fleet took off on Steph Curry. Van Vliet literally made a career on taking off on Curry. You said Chris Dawson, a rookie, bro. He's not a rookie. He's an eleven-year vet. Luca. He's an eleven-year vet. Luca's an eleven-year vet. He is. 
Bro, you're not in the NBA, bro. I don't care about none of that. No worries, man. I don't care about none of that European ball. I hear where you. They do Euro three times. I understand. I, I respect your opinion. Double rim and all that stuff. I feel you. But it's a rookie. You disrespected Clay Thompson and Steph Curry just now. No worries. So hard. No stress. With them forms. No worries. With a, a unicorn. They call it unicorn. Disrespect. You could have said, I would have liked it better if you would have said Jamal Murray and Nikolai Jokic. This man said Luka and Przingis over Steph. And he didn't even say Steph's name at all. He didn't even say Dane. I don't even like Dane. We, we good? <laughs> we good to move on? We are. Done, you got that touch of some ropes? Yeah, bro. Alright. Sorry, y'all, boys. Sorry they tried y'all like that. So, um, SummerSlam's coming up next week. Uh, so we're not going to do picks or anything right now. I just want to give you guys a rundown of what the card is so far. Um, for the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar defending against Seth Rollins. Brock beat the shit out of Seth on Monday Night Raw. He killed that man. Something serious. Um, yeah, that shit was disgusting. Yeah, Jit was bleeding and shit. Um, you can tell they dropped. They must have dropped that rating. Did they drop the rating yet? What do you mean? The PG rating? No, not yet. But they're like they're they're moving t- towards it. Yeah, you can tell. Uh, for the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston defending against Randy Orton. That video package that I sent y'all. They did an amazing job tying all those stories together and stuff like that of like real life things that happen behind the scenes with the current storyline to like further I didn't know blur did. those lines together. I didn't know he, they were having the same thing with Mustafa Ali, but now it makes sense. Well, it wasn't. Like that was an accidental injury. He didn't mean to injure him. It just happened to do it oh, they nice. that way. So they just kind of worked his real injury into their storyline. So shit, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the United States Championship, AJ Styles defending against Ricochet. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defending against Natalia in a submission match. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defending her title against Ember Moon. Ember Woo! getting her first shot. Uh, uh, it's been made official, Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus? Yep. Um... Roman Reigns versus a mystery attacker uh, to end SmackDown Tuesday. It was kind of a weird ending. Uh, someone like tried to like lower a crane of things onto Roman. He was like tr- kind of pinned underneath it, but he was able to get out uninjured. But he was visibly shook by it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of setting up a who done it type thing. Mm-hmm. Now, there's speculation maybe it's like Daniel Bryan or, you know, somebody else like that. I think it's just Samoa Joe. It's the person he's been beefing with, like, the past three weeks, getting in fights with week after week. Like, it's WWE. It's, it's Samoa Joe. Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I thought Samoa Joe was picking at somebody else recently. Nope. Roman. Because they've been going back and forth about the whole Samoan thing. and Wasn't he Samoa Joe just coming off beefing with somebody else? Oh, yeah, you're talking about, um, well, it was, it's when he was the U.S. title. He beat, that's, Ricochet beat him for it. Oh, I feel like I see Samoa Joe attacking somebody different every week. I mean, he'd be doing that. <laughs> um, 
Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Uh, if Owens loses, he quits WWE. Bitch. Uh, so yeah, he's not going to lose that. Yeah, easily. Um, That's stupid. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor about to get this work. Hard. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus Miz? Right now it's Miz, <laughs> but they're saying it may just be a red herring and it might actually be Shawn Michaels. Bro, they are Shawn trying, Michaels. They are yeah, because to... he gave he gave uh, Shawn Michaels sweet chin music a couple weeks ago on Miz TV. They are trying to give what's his name Dolph Ziggler so much. They trying to throw him around. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing with this man at all. Um, and Sami Zayn uh, has officially become the next person to pick a fight with Aleister Black. He about to just run through all these niggas. Yep. Um, and then matches that aren't made official, but it seems like they're heading towards that way. The Intercontinental title, Nakamura defending against Ali. And the Raw Tag titles, the OC, which used to be the club. Gallows and Anderson defending against the Usos. What does OC stand for? Um, the original, the official, the only club that matters. Because... All these other promotions are still using the Bullet Club name, and everyone who's on in WWE now are, are are the originators of it. So were the other guys in the Bullet Club though? <laughs> in Japan and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's kind of like NWO at this point. Like none of the original members are like even there anymore. So it's like all these people who have come like later on down the road. Okay. But yeah. That makes sense. So instead of the OGs, they're the OCs. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And if, unless y'all got anything else, I got a uh, uh, bracket. Let's bracket get a bracket. Let's get a bracket. All right. So this bracket is for the best WWE entrance music. We're not going off the entrance as a whole, just the music. All right, so you'll see some of the people in here have multiple entries. Um, we'll start things off with the Big Show versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. <clears throat> Stone Cold. Yeah, I was about to say it's Stone Cold. <laughs> um, wow. Eddie Guerrero. Viva la raza. Bang, bang, bang. A la, a cheat, a steal. Um, versus Hulk Hogan. Ding, ding. Viva la raza. I Hulk am Hogan. a real American. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to <laughs> That wasn't my vote, guys. I was just singing the song. I told you you should have got that old nigga shit up out of there. I had to put it on there. It's a classic. You know, it's... I mean, it's cool. But it's just not better than the rest of them. It's just not better than Eddie Guerrero. That's all. Right. all. Undertaker is Latino. Latino. Oh, also, just so everybody's clear, I left off tag teams and stables from this. That's fine. So, because we covered a lot of those songs when we did our stable thing, I didn't want to rehash all that because I feel like D Generation X would probably just take the whole D thing. D Generation um, X. Oh, right. D Generation X would definitely yes. Be like so I was like, there's no point in doing Final the bracket. Four, that's top what we're two. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's fair. So we have um, Undertaker, his classic, you know, the gong and boom. Yeah. Versus Sami Zayn. Undertaker. Taker. Zayn. 
Nice. Um, Chris Benoit versus Booker T. Booker T, baby. Can you dig it, sucker? Booker T, Booker T's entrance music is something that I would listen to in my whip. Booker T. Book, baby. Who's the other person? Chris Benoit. Oh, Chris Benoit was definitely thematic, but Booker T's, where is that, cuz? Triple H's. King of Kings entrance. Bow down to the bow versus Becky Lynch. I don't even. What is Becky? Oh, I gotta go Becky Lynch. Yeah, I gotta go Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Becky. Be- Becky Lynch for Becky. sure. Becky. Ha ha. Becky. All right, save it because you're gonna do it again later. I bet. Yeah, don't give me too much, Arlo. All right. John Cena. So not, so not, not the Lord life. Yeah. Yeah. Not fucking ours. <laughs> so John Cena's, uh, is now. Versus, versus Shane McMahon. Ooh. Here comes the money. Here we go. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. They say so, I'm, 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 I'm going with Cena, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Upset Yeah, I gotta go with that. Your time right. is up. My, My time, time is now. Lay your ass down for the three second ten. That <laughs> shit is. You don't understand how fire of a verse that is. Alright. Explain it for them, man. Lay Underrated bars of fame. For the three second ten. What that mean, bro? That means one, two, three. That's the same as a ten count. You're done. Okay. Bitch. Kurt Angle. <laughs> shit. <laughs> that shit crazy. I don't know white boy has some verses. We yeah, that. we got some bars. <laughs> so we'll put John Cena on the next rapper uh, bracket. He might need to. Yeah, he might need to get on. Alright, let's compliment. He, listen, you know, John Cena got an album that's actually not that bad. Okay. Like for all well, intents and for time. all intents and purposes, hey, if you're listening to this, do me a favor and just listen to like the first five songs. Third angle. What? <laughs> 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 Bad, 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 <laughs> he looked like a nigga that would just have straight instrumental and shit though. Big facts. Big facts. What is Craig anyway? Like, like his mom black, dad white, some. I can't. I can't figure out. He's got a mean tan. <laughs> he got Ooh. a mean tan. Angle. He might be Sicilian. I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure out what that man is. All right, Kane versus Trish Stratus. <laughs> 
Oh, Trish. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who that? That's Kanye shit. If you let it rot, that is fact. <laughs> Hold on, keep talking, guys. I'm, I messed up somewhere. Oh my gosh, he got a I'm... pick. He just got himself a job. Congratulations, bro. He know yeah. he know it too. They gotta be Trish Stratus, bro. Trish. Damn. You was gonna say Kane? No. Finn Balor versus Shawn Michaels. Oh my God! Please take a second to discuss. Ding, 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 ding. I think I'm cute. I'm I'm Listen, but you still got the bam 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 God, hey, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You got it. it might have to be for me. The heartbreak kid, Sean Showstopper, Michael, Sean Michael. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go Sean Michaels too. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Bro, hold on, bro. Losers music. I'm not playing losers music. What are you talking about? You don't even know what I'm doing. Shut your ass up and stay over there. Let's actually start Michael singing. Straight. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That shit fire.
Sorry guys, I'm back on track. My apologies, my sincerest apologies. Oh, Lord. I ain't gonna lie, it's sad that Finn Balor had to go this early. Shawn Michaelship is better. But yeah. Finn Balor junk is Slides. fire. All right, up next we have fire. Randy Orton. I hear voices in my head. They count for me. They understand. They talk to me. Versus. They talk to me. Yeah. They talk to me. Versus Mick Foley. Car Yeah, that wasn't even close. Randy Orton. You're fired again. Again, make your fire. Like Randy Orton's song, ain't that an actual song? I think so. Yeah, well, that all their somewhere. songs are actual. So. I mean, like, like radio play. <laughs> that big guy. I think that big guy radio. I'm play. sure right. Mick Foley's song is played somewhere. In Rick like, Flair, Lee Hall County. Shut the up. Nature Boy, <laughs> Rick Flair. Nature versus <laughs> Edge. Ooh. Think you know me. <laughs> I gotta go, Edge. I really fuck with Edge. <laughs> so hard. That's Edge, bro. Sorry, bro. I was rooting for you, Nate. Alright, let's do Alistair Black versus Randy Orton's Legend. Hey, hold on, boy. Y'all gotta gotta respect the... Okay. So <laughs> no, that's, I think it's actually a it's a it's a symphonic movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, so Alistair Black versus Randy Orton's Legend Killer song. Say nothing you can say. Nothing's gonna take what you've done to me, and I'm gonna shine. I'm gonna take what's mine. Take what's mine. Yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, I'm sorry, Alistair. Yeah, his shit go hard too. Orin got two bitches sliding on y'all ass. Two different niggas. Two of them bitches, dog. That's crazy. The Miz. I came to pay, Versus Chris Jericho. The countdown. Break the wall down. Jericho. Yeah. Ain't that also him? Um, I don't know. Doesn't he got like a group named Fozzy? Fonzie. Yep. Fozzy. 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 Not Fonzie. Whatever. Fonzie. Isn't isn't Fonzie like Happy Days? Bitch. The Fonz is Happy yeah. Days. Yeah, the Fonz. Just Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. 
Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. Grooving all week with you. These days are Now we snap. You yeah. like that one. That like was probably that. the best part. Facts. All right. Um, <laughs> oof. Vince McMahon. No chance. No chance. No chance. No chance. So that's what you got. Yeah, that part. Uh, versus <laughs> The Rock. Oh, shit. If you submit what the rock is cooking. Rocks, yeah, it's the rock. It's the rock for me, bro. It's the rock. Nah, I like the one. Smell what the rock is cooking. That's when he was a heel, right? Yeah. Know your role and shut your mouth. Oh. Um. The rock, bitch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I took your decision yeah, right out your hand. Yeah, right. Swore right. he was about to be a boy. Shinsuke Nakamura. He was taking a long time. <laughs> he was he like, ah. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Batista. I love Batista shit. I have to go Batista. I was Batista shit. I want the last Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batista. No, no, Batista. Batista. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Batista. Batista shit. Fire. Yeah. So is it but Shinsuke got the people that It's only it's I ain't gonna lie to you, it's 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 only cool. Like the song is cool, but for what it's worth, cool that song's cool because of the crowd. Oh, yeah, that's true. oh, oh, oh. Alright. And then the final matchup in the first round. Undertaker's American Badass. Give me you done it now. No, no, you're talking about rolling. <laughs> Dead man walking. Okay. Versus Triple H. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. It's, yeah, it's all about the game. And I play it's all about controlling. If you can't take it, nobody knows it. And you can't break all right. it. It's all about the game. Alright. You're gonna come back to all these songs. Okay. You're you literally made this bracket, so you gotta take everything that comes with it. Honestly, I don't feel bad for you. Looking at the time. I keep it moving. I hear you, bro, but hey, it is what it is. So second round. My dick. Batista versus Becky Lynch. Batista. Batista. I'm going Batista Lynch. This is Batista. Becky Tista. What were you gonna say? Becky. Bet. Ooh. Um Trish Stratus versus versus Booker T. Booker T. Boom Ben and in and in Beanie. Boom Ben and in and in Beanie. CM Punk versus Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. CM Punk. CM Punk. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero Viva la raza. versus Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Sorry, Eddie. I lie, I cheat, I steal. Yeah, but you can I cheat or steal I your way into this I next steal. round. Edge versus 
Undertaker, the original Gone one. Ooh. Undertaker. Undertaker. Damn. I feel you. I'm not mad. I like that. Uh, that the Rock versus Randy Orton's voices. I love you. I am voice. I'm going for it too, baby. Of course you are. Let's go. No bias. It's a better song, bro. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm asking. I'm asking. I agree. I'm oh, just yeah, saying. Oh, yeah, no. It's, no it's bias. really good. Because it fits with his character so well, too. Bro, perfectly. The, yeah. But see, but even outside of the character, that's just a good-ass song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. John Cena versus Triple H. Time to play the game. John Cena. I got to go Triple H. God, that's the. Yeah. It's John Cena. <laughs> this Sunday. <laughs> that's what. That's what rides like. It goes through my head. Honestly, both songs. Both songs is really, really good. See me. My time is now. It's the franchise. My and best theme song. All about the game. And how, and how you play, play it. it. I feel you, but all about control and if you can take it. But I'm going to lay your ass down for the three-second tent. <laughs> Bro, that's such a bar, dog. That's a bar. That's such a <laughs> That is such a and bar. And that's the bar when he, he go up to the crowd. He knows it's his realest bar because that's when he do his little shit to in the, the ring. Yeah. Yes. He knows yeah. it is. You're right. I'm really thinking about this, bro. Alright, so like scum. That song makes him spit water as a human being. So <laughs> <laughs> So this is best best theme song. Are we talking about best theme song as far as like the character? No, just best yeah. the best just the best just the better yeah. song. Because if we were gonna go by that, then we'd have to go by entrance, which obviously Triple H would win that. Yeah, I would say yeah. John I would say yeah. John Cena, bro. Okay. It's a better song. Perfect. That shit slob. It's a great song. Three seconds. Honestly, ten? probably in the back of my mind, the entrance is probably like yeah, there for Triple H, H and I'm like, bro, no, nah, Triple H, H has, has one of the best. Yo, you know Triple H, why Triple? And another, especially when he make comebacks, that nigga look vicious when he. Jeez, makes like, the reason bigger than ever. The reason why that entrance, yeah. the reason why that entrance is also fire, is because like if you think about it, he the only one that has like that black dimmed out lighting mm-hmm. with the all the colors. That should be just crazy. pulse it. That drug is. I always use that when I oh, make, when I create my player. That's I use best. that for WWE yeah. 2K. Every time, never fail. All right. <laughs> and then the final one of the second round, uh, Randy Orton's, hey, nothing you can say, versus uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, <laughs> so who is it? <laughs> say it to you again, sorry. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Randy Orton's, hey, nothing you can say. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. All right. All that song is missing is some fire ass vocals. Word. The the Elite Eight. Especially when it's got the burner and it's like the pew, 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 pew. Yeah, that dunk is fire. That's a great, that's that's a nice little instrumental, dog. CM Punk versus Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Bitch. Booker T 
Can you dig it? Versus Randy Orton's voices. I, I hear voices in Orton. my head. Doesn't matter what I was going to say then. Because you don't hear voices. You were going to book. I was going to go book. No bias. You should need to hear voices in your head. Right. Undertaker versus Batista. 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 Damn, Dong. John Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cena. Stone Cold. Lay your ass down for the three <laughs> second ten. <laughs> you love that line. <laughs> what? Y'all saw some white bars in that shit too. Though. He did. He did, have, he did have some pretty. It's all right. It's all in all all right. I'll brush your mouth like cold gate. <laughs> hey, come on, bro. Hey, he did it. Basically, you forgot about that bar. Dylan's face was wide. It was like shit. It looked like the Lisa picture. The Lisa, the Lisa me when she's like, I go with uh, what do you say? Is John Cena get who? Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Okay. Brush your mouth like. That's wild. All right. Oh, oh money stack fat plus I can't turn the swell off. <laughs> you were looking for that one, didn't uh, you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You didn't stretch before that one. All right. Final four. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Randy Orton voices. Voices. Fuck you, Stone Cold. Randy Orton. Voices. And Batista versus Shawn Michaels. I'm going Batista. That song goes so hard. Batista. Damn. Man, y'all niggas tripping. Damn. Batista versus Randy Orton in the finals. I hear voices in my head. They talk to me, they understand. Voices. They talk to me. There it is, folks. They talk to me. Randy yeah. Orton. They tell me things Voices. That I will do. They tell me things. I'll um, do to you. They talk so that's to the me. end of this bracket. I am going to take this opportunity to say. Talk to me, talk to me. Next Randy. week for episode 100, I have a very special bracket in store. Oh, um, so everybody get excited. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a doozy. Whoa, 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 whoa! You know it. Trash. Interesting. Yeah. Glorious. Well. Good stuff. So we're doing underrated bars of fame. Yeah. Listen to a random song. Um, by this artist named Marlo. You look like an artist named Marlo. Thank you, sir. Um, thank you. Might be ugly like shit. Well. Yep, he might be, but it is what it is. Bitch. Um. So anyway, uh, Marlo, <laughs> this rapper. Um. I don't even know where Jid is from. Bitch. Honestly, I just heard the song and was like, it's pretty good. Bitch. Um. 
what? I don't know where he's from. And he's not like a big name artist, but he has a, he has a song called Tales from the East. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty good. So I'm looking to see if it's worth it to do both verses or just the first verse. I think I'm going to do the first verse. Call it a day. Anyway. <clears throat> um. Oh, it's like a group. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the rap, so the producer is from Seattle, and his name is Lawrence, like Lawrence. And the North and this rapper is from North Carolina. Yo, North Carolina is starting to drop rappers out the yes, ass. Yes, it his is. name is Solemn Bingham. Solemn Bringham. Sorry, like Bringham Young. Anyway, so the tales, tales from the East. Um, this, the lyrics go as such. The first one, anyway. <clears throat> straight from the floor, I've fallen in. Came through the door, straight stumbling. Still, while still watch the film be double length. If it ain't about the script, then it don't trouble with me. Came from the east, brought you tales from the beach. Pounds for the cheap, got my town by the leash. Stayed out the reach because they aimed for the knees. L paid bail, made way for my release. See, I came from afar just to start the regime. With the lights on the dash and the car with the leak. And the brakes I don't pump so my wheels don't screech. Gave it so much, but it still looks bleak. I hit it from the blind side. I live on the hind side. Stay with my with my eyes wide. And then that's the that's the hook. But the first verse, I encourage y'all to listen to the song because he comes. They come in just just rather clean, mm-hmm. just rather clean. Um, underrated bars of fame. Marlo tells from the east. Marlo. Yeah, I'll play it for y'all off air. I don't feel like I need to play it on air. But those of y'all who are listening. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. M-A-R-L-O-W-E, Tales from the East. Just wanted y'all to bring y'all something that I'm pretty sure y'all never heard of before. Merry Christmas. I just want to look at like artists. Like Next week, I'm going to do BJ the Chicago Kid. I just want to do like random, random ass artists with good bars. You know what's funny? Mm. Let's listen to the Joe Budden podcast. And he was talking about BJ the Kid. BJ the Chicago Kid? Yeah. Because they were playing, they were going to play their sleepers. And he was like, he's like, I'm going to hit y'all with this BJ real quick. And they were like, you. <laughs> he snapped. He didn't even realize it at first. And he's like, yo. He's like, I mean, I'm going to play a song uh, by BJ the Chicago Kid. <laughs> and he snapped. That was funny. I was pretty funny. I like that. That uh, what do they call it? Antidote. Yeah. <laughs> Antidote. Anyway, um, yeah, man. So I think we're almost done here, but we gotta let them know where they can hit us up at. What's the Gmail? You can send us more Gmail. Uh, as you can see, we've read it. We've read some. So you know, we're getting into the swing of things. We are. Um, only ninety nine episodes, and we're getting into the swing of things. Hey, sometimes it takes a while, but hey, once you yeah. get there, you're there, baby. Hey, exactly. Shit takes time, baby. We're like wine. It just gets better with time. Baby. Absolutely. All right. So you can email us at ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. What about Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. That's what I'm talking about, man. Hey, the music is on right now, man. Look, we appreciate y'all for listening to us, man. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all listening to us, man. We really appreciate that. Just keep listening to us. We're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content for you to listen to, man. We're tuning in next week. Episode 100. I think with that, we're done, bro. Y'all don't get that Wazzy Queso training, dude. Facts. Shout out to Wazzy Queso. Shout out to Wazzy Queso. There it is. Word. On that note, bye, hoes.
Little scallywags. Look, I've been that nigga for the fame happen. That tell them hoes, go get my name tatted. I rock a rollie because my game classic. And rap that late before it came back in. I know y'all see me in my lane smash. 